Welcome to Be Be Your Best, a podcast for your relationship with yourself. This podcast covers a wide variety of topics of you and for you so you can be your best. What is your lifelong relationship and decisions for your own well-being? What is your why to your own well-being of life so you can give your best? When you are your best, it has a ripple effect upon your inner and outer world. Let's discover today in this podcast, I'm Betty Pierce, as we cover topics such as Reiki, meditation, mindfulness, and much more. I hold a BA Psychology, Minor Sociology, Reiki Master, Certified Primordial Sound Meditation Instructor, Event Speaker, Life Coach, and much more. Let's begin. This is your podcast number 37 as we explore fears of aging and the brain, as well as being a caregiver with someone with dementia. What fears do you think about when you think of the aging process? Here is one common fear, being a burden to others, children, family members, family members, or somebody else. The brain slows down when we age. One common fear is dementia and Alzheimer's is the most common. The brain is primary when it comes to disease. Recently, I went to a premiere play that was written by a local writer from my own high school. Big shout out to Sean Carr and the play Lost Memories um, at the Community Theater Starlighters 2 in Anamosa, Iowa. This play did a great job in teaching what dementia or Alzheimer's is and what we know about it. What was most impressive is the offered talks after the show from experts of the field to learn more about this disease and support service education in the community. It was a great organization and collaboration from Starlighters to Anamosa, Iowa, and those in the field that work with dementia and the vast diagnosis umbrella that falls under this, Alzheimer's being one of them. The talkback experts were nurse practitioners, registered nurses, TIPA, um, team member, PhD with Dementia Friends Champion, Dementia Friendly Iowa Initiative, and a volunteer with the Alzheimer's Association. The talkbacks happened after the curtain call and after the greeting of the cast in the lobby. I went with a friend and the information um, was about dementia. These experts that were on different nights were available for questions. They had write-up questions before the performance that could be written on a 4 by 6 card in the lobby. The experts were there to help with information and answer the submitted questions and even had an open mic time for questions. So let's get back to the aging process. When we age, we can also become calmer and even wiser. Wiser. Advances to these diseases are being made for diagnosis and treatments the slowing down, and maybe even some preventions. Knowledge that being wise is empowering. And the more we know, the less anxiety and fears we have surrounding this or any other topic. As we age, the process of communication becomes slower. The brain is in constant communication with other nerve cells for the brain to function properly. Information can be blocked like A hurricane breaks up communication on a phone line. As we age, short-term memory and the ability to learn and register new information declines. Every three seconds, someone in the world develops dementia. 
there are 55 million people worldwide living with dementia in 2020. In 2022, 6.5 Americans age 65 and older are living with Alzheimer's. Here's some easy tips we can all do to nurture the neurons for our brains. Reading. Crosswords. Memory games. Brain teasers. Crafting and puzzles. Make sure that they're activities that are entirely new to you. Those who continually learn new things throughout their lives are less likely to develop dementia or Alzheimer's. Learn a foreign language or learn to play an instrument. If you usually read history, try a nonfiction book. Get out of your norm and get comfortable in trying something new. Research also shows that exercise and getting that heart pumping can help aging adults stay sharper. 40 minutes a week, three times a week for a year will improve per research. Join a group, whether it be dance, aerobics, or something else. You can also follow a healthy diet, stop smoking, manage stress, and cultivate a supportive supportive network. Excuse me. <clears throat> stress is a cause of inflammation on the brain and body. Relentless stress promotes inflammation and contributes to dysfunction in cognition. A meditation practice can reduce inflammation for your brain health and support healthy aging. Mindfulness and meditation offer many benefits for your physical and mental health. Students of mine that go through introduction and meditation learn all of these benefits. Here's a quote. The brain protective benefits of meditation might be related to neoplastic changes in the structure and function of brain regions involved in the re regulation of attention, emotion, and self-awareness, which occurs in regular meditators." Unquote. Now, this was an article of Chopra Global by Jennifer Weinberg. Chopra Global is where I was trained as a certified meditation instructor of primordial sound meditation. Okay, so social isolation, um, that can impair immune functions and increase that inflammation as well. Research shows that loneliness is associated as a risk factor in developing dementia in older adults. Having a supportive network socially is very important. One gift to me to my meditation clients and that support network is that they can deepen their meditation practice after introduction to meditation with me and a, and a group that meets to meditate together. Here's something else for you. Volunteer. Be a part of a community, your community. Learn, teach, meet, and connect with others. You will feel better, and this helps your mental and physical well-being. So, are you opting to be your best? Everyone has a story and a journey. You are not alone if you have a loved one with dementia. Or, are you alone with learning how to be your best in doing what is optimizing for your own brain health? 
having a loved one with dementia can be very stressful. Most caregivers live with a person with dementia in the community. About 15.7 million adult family caregivers care for someone who has Alzheimer's disease or other dementia. The majority are wives, daughters, daughter-in-laws, granddaughters, and other female relatives, although male caregivers are being more frequent. So are you the majority? Are you one of those caregivers? Caregivers frequent, frequently, frequently report high levels of stress. It can be overwhelming taking care of a loved one. Here are 10 symptoms of caregiver stress. One, denial. Two, anger. Three, social withdrawal. Four, anxiety. Five, depression. Six, sleeplessness. Seven, irritability. Eight, lack of concentration. Nine, health problems. All right, so those are nine. And there are many others. I myself experienced firsthand what it was like to be a caregiver and my experience of living with someone with dementia was short term, a week. Well, the wife took a vacation. Of those those 10 symptoms, and I named only nine, in the first week, number six, that, that sleeplessness was my biggest obstacles. Sleeplessness. When the male I was staying with uh, woke, I woke. Even the, though the house was locked for his safety, there was this constant worry of this guy's safety. And you know what? I'm a light sleeper. So are you a caregiver? And are you experience those nine or 10? Because I left that 10 out. Because you might have other signs, that extra sign, something that's unique to you. You'll know what it is. So knowledge is power. And here are some tips to manage your stress as a caregiver. The first one is know what community resources are available to you. Are there adult day programs? Something that I did in my past, I worked at adult day program. Um, is there in-home assistance, visiting nurses, meal deliveries? Those are just a few to name. Use community resource finder or contact your local chapter for Alzheimer's Association for further resources. You can also use Alzheimer's Navigator. This is a free online tune that it's supposed to help evaluate your needs, identify action steps, and connect with local programs and services. All right, here's another tip. Tip number two to manage your stress as a caregiver. Get help, find support. Help to organize um, friends and family who want to help provide care and support. There are local support groups also that offer comfort and reassurance. Your third tip to manage your stress as a caregiver, use relaxation techniques. I offer introduction to meditation as one option for you. This helps relieve stress. Finding what works for you is vital. The way I've been taught and teach is one that you can fit into your schedule. What is great about meditation is you can do it at any time and anywhere. Something useful when you're a caregiver, right? Dedicating a few minutes twice a day can be beneficial to letting go of all those stresses of the day and those stressful thoughts. 
Okay, we're on to the fourth tip for your stress as a caregiver, breathing exercises. This is something else that you can learn with me in one-on-one sessions and progressive muscle relaxation techniques. All of these services that I teach can be done on a Zoom call because it can be difficult to leave your loved one alone as a caregiver. Number five, the fifth tip to manage your stress, get moving. Physical activity can reduce stress and improve your own well-being. Walk, garden, dance. The sixth one is find time for you. Have you looked into respite care? Tip number seven, become educated. Again, education is empowering. It can help you as a caregiver understand and cope with behaviors and personality changes in your loved one. When you talk to others in the same or similar situations, you may find it helpful to how they cope with challenges with the disease and uncertainties of the future. Number eight, take care of you. Can't say this enough. Make sure, you know, you get to your doctor visits, that you eat healthy, you get that exercise and rest. These can make you a better caregiver. And the last one, Number nine, legal and financial plans. It is important to put those plans in place after a diagnosis so your loved one can participate. Having those plans in place can provide comfort for the entire family. You can seek assistance if you're unable to complete legal document forms. Um, An attorney who specializes in elder law or a financial advisor familiar with elder and long-term care planning or both. If you are experiencing signs of stress on a regular basis, consult your doctor. Ongoing symptoms of stress cause a decline in your own physical health and mental health. So you may be interested in a meditation practice after all this and can do so by sending me a private message at 563-599-3007. This is Betty Pierce and always be your best.